0: Hello, and welcome to Transformation by Truth Podcast, where the call become the chosen and those who have been dedicated to serve the Most High receive the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, as we progress our quest for holiness, perfection, and everlasting life. My name is D.O. Anderson. I'll be your tour guide. Let's get started with today's lesson. Uh Hello, my friends. D.L. Anderson here. Welcome back to Transmission by Truth podcast and the quest for holiness, perfection, and everlasting life, 2022, week seven. Today, we continue our sin series, two weeks to examine the greatest issue known to man. Today's podcast is Lecture C, A Word of Truth Accounting of Sin, The Greatest Issue Known to Man, Day 4. The title of today's podcast is Types of Sin, Part 2. I will save them out of all their dwelling places in which they have sinned, and I shall cleanse them. Ezekiel 37, 23. The lecture C objectives are provide a summary of iniquity, analyze the difference between iniquity and lawlessness, provide a summary of the sin of commission, and provide a summary of the sin of omission. If you're in our virtual book club, this lecture references chapter four of the Pinnacle of Holiness, volume one, The Sin Issue. Our first section is entitled, An Examination of Iniquity. As you learned in last day's podcast, iniquity is the second of the four types of sin we introduced in part one of this two-part lecture. The image I have adopted to illustrate iniquity is a broken path in the dark. Here is why. The path of iniquity gets darker the longer you travel it. This is because all who take this path are incurring spiritual blindness at an accelerating rate. Add this to the fact that the path is broken and without boundaries, and you should be able to see how truly dangerous iniquity is. By definition, iniquity is the pursuit of righteousness in or goodwill outside of the Father's divine order. It is governed by an anti-Mashiach spirit that deceives men and women into elevating the execution of quote unquote good works above the Father's will while giving themselves license to operate on their own terms and without the order of the set apart spirit of Elohim. This definition alone should make it very clear how severely troubling iniquity is, namely because of the factor of accelerating spiritual blindness. If you recall, spiritual blindness is one of the worst, if not the worst, of all spiritual conditions, for there is a point in this regressive disorder where you will find yourself beyond recovery while you are yet living. Now, it's true that spiritual blindness is a byproduct of every manner of sin, but no other category of sin promotes spiritual blindness like iniquity. This is a result of the deception that comes with doing seemingly good works outside the Father's divine order. Now, we have touched on this in previous podcasts, and we made a crucial appraisal, that is, There is no good work outside of the Father's divine order. All you have are willful works being executed by individuals the word of truth labels as thieves and robbers. This is why Yahushua Messiah will send them to the lake of fire. Matthew 7.21 reads, Not everyone who says to me, Master, Master, shall enter into the reign of the heavens, but he who is doing the desire of my Father in the heavens. Many shall say to me in that day, Master, Master, have we not prophesied in your name and cast out demons in your name and done many mighty works in your name? And then I shall declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who work iniquity. Here's the question. If you are serious about everlasting life, why would you try to cheat your way into the kingdom? Why not follow the rules and do what you are told by the one who decides if you get in? The answer, for best results, you should always follow instructions. Let's now discuss iniquity and lawlessness. As you learned yesterday, lawlessness is the highest order of sin. Therefore, iniquity is a derivative of lawlessness. Specifically, iniquity spawns a spirit of anti-governance in men and women who desire to have everlasting life, but are unwilling to follow the one path that affords it. In this regard, iniquity can be accurately viewed as the rise of lawlessness in the modern church. Whereas lawlessness is a broad type of sin found within the secular world, as well as the religious circuit, Iniquity is far less extensive and only found within the religious world. Unfortunately, this summary of iniquity and lawlessness is not accurately depicted in most of our modern Bibles. For instance, the King James Bible references iniquity on more than 260 unique occasions yet it only references lawlessness once. Likewise, most Bible dictionaries define iniquity through a narrow lens, capturing the gross and wicked natures of it, but not once have I found a rendering that is in line with Matthew seven twenty-one 23 I have yet to find a Bible that accurately defines iniquity as the pursuit of goodwill without order. Their renderings are much too broad. This is in large part why iniquity is so prevalent in the modern church. Like redemption, perfection, holiness, salvation, and nearly every other topic we have covered thus far in this podcast, the masses don't know what iniquity is. Now, here's the question. How likely are you to solve any problem if, A, you don't understand the problem, and, B, you don't even know the problem exists? Here's the answer. Not very likely at all, for you would have no place to start. This is why understanding sin is so vital in your quest for holiness. As we have proven, it is impossible to inherit everlasting life with sin. You must understand what sin is. This is where you start. This is how you begin to address it. In the case of iniquity and lawlessness, there is clearly much more I could say and would like to say, but for the sake of this lecture and time, I must continue. Yet, for those who have questions, please take me up on today's assignment. I will share with you at the end. Let's now discuss the sin of commission. In my estimation, the sin of commission is the most obvious manner of sin. That is to say, when men and women classify themselves as sinners, they are referring to the sins they willfully commit. The act of doing something they know is wrong. By definition, the sin of commission is the willful transgression of the Father's will, per your awareness. In these situations, you understand the Father's will, yet you consciously choose to take a course of action that is directly opposed to what has been revealed to you to walk contrary to what you know is right. Although the sin of commission does not result in the same accelerated spiritual blindness as iniquity, it is also deadly, but for another reason. That is, individuals who are pled by this type of sin develop strongholds, for they are always repeat offenders. Here's the question. Why do those committing sin become repeat offenders? The answer because the consequences are not always immediate, neither are they easy to comprehend. Ecclesiastes 8:11 reads, "Because the sentence against an evil work is not executed speedily, therefore the heart of the sons of men is fully set in them." To do evil. This verse speaks to man's predilection to this manner of sin and the ensuing strongholds that are formed because the judgments of sin are not executed immediately. Yet this is more dangerous than some might think, for judgment always comes unexpectedly to those who are enslaved to sins of commission. Trust me, the day of reckoning is not only the day of judgment which precedes eternity. The day of reckoning is the moment Elohim calls you by your name. Because now, my friend, it is your time to die. The question is: will you be ready? Let's now discuss the sin of omission. Unlike sin of commission, The sin of omission is not a very obvious manner of sin. This is because most believers assume they are living according to truth. Thus, they also assume they are doing everything required for them to have everlasting life. If they were in the truth, this would be accurate. But there is only one truth, and everyone who is not living in accordance with this one truth is living a life filled with sins of omission. Here we have another testimony to the infinite value of truth. By definition, the sin of omission represents your failure to conform to the Father's will. It begins with your initial rejection of the Father's will, which is both conscious and deliberate, and it continues with frequent rejections stemming from the first. These are done in ignorance and without purpose, yet you are accountable for each one as they evolve from a plane of consciousness. Misrendering reveals the critical nature of sin's omission, that is, the source is lawlessness, i.e., Even though your sins of omission typically correspond to fractions of the Father's will you are unaware of, your lack of awareness is an evolution of your prior decision to reject a fraction of the Father's will He revealed to you due to lawlessness. This is crucial to understand for everyone, even those of us on the quest for holiness, are not doing everything in accordance with the Father's will. Trust me, there are many things the Father desires of all of us, but he knows we are not able to accomplish these matters in our current spiritual state. Therefore, this lack on our part, which is honest and beyond our control, should not be classified as sins of omission. For we are not omitting anything the Father desires from us in this season, and in accordance with our current allotment of gifts and talents. This is not the case for those who are in lawlessness, for the fractions they are omitting are matters the Father has called them to follow, for they are able, and the Father expects this of them. Yet they resist Him for unfounded reasons. And every fraction of his will they fail to guard is to them a sin of omission, and they will pay dearly for each and every one. Now, here is the final word. The power of sin lies in its prevalence, and your victory over sin lies in your awareness. Now that you know the primary types of sin from which every sin evolves, I call you to be on your guard against all sin. Sin is your greatest enemy. Sin is your greatest threat. Sin is a source of every trouble, every issue, every sickness, every pain, every suffering, and every strife you will ever endure on this earth. Nevertheless, you have power over sin. You can defeat sin, and you must, for you will never complete this quest if you don't. You won't even make it through the first phase. And so I'm going to invest a great deal of time in the upcoming weeks preparing you for your first major battle, your battle with sin. Now, here is the assignment for today. Take some time to meditate on the key points on this lesson. And if you have any questions concerning any of the types of sin we have addressed, I want you to write them down. After you write them down, I want you to reach out to me and give me the opportunity to help you increase your understanding so you can increase your likelihood of success. Remember, sin is the greatest issue of all time. It has ruined the spiritual careers of millions who have come before us. My advice is simply this. Don't let that be you. The stakes cannot be higher, and success is just a prayer away. Don't let that be you. Now, here's what's next in this series. We completed today's podcast, Types of Sin, Part 2. And tomorrow's podcast is entitled, You Can Stop Sinning. Now, if you are a member and have questions, please click the Q&A box underneath the video player. Likewise, if you have comments you want to share with the group, please share those in the comment box located beneath the Q&A box. Now, if you're not a member, you have questions about Sage's podcast, feel free to contact us via our website at www.pinnacleofholiness.com and use the form on our contact page and we will respond to you as soon as we can. And thank you for being with us today. hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Remember to tune in with us every Monday through Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern. And if you haven't already, visit us at www.pinnacleofholiness.com and make sure you sign up to join the quest for holiness, perfection, and everlasting life 2022.